Get fast access to breaking news by signing up now to Black Press Media's free newsletters and stay informed with all the latest news delivered directly to your inbox. You'll have access on any device so you never have to miss out again on the information you need to know. Enjoy an all-inclusive, luxurious resort lifestyle at Berwick Community's newest location, now underway in Parksville. Register at berwickretirement.com slash Parksville. Welcome to PQ Beat, a podcast of the Parksville Qualicum Beach News, the newspaper of record both online and in print for Parksville Qualicum Beach and the surrounding communities. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Philip Wolf, editor of the PQB News and VI Daily. It's that time of year again as thoughts start shifting toward Christmas. And it wouldn't be Christmas in Parksville, Qualicum Beach without the annual Tynamara Toy Drive. Organizers have had to revamp the event during the challenging conditions presented by the COVID-19 pandemic. But last year's drive through event was still a rousing success collecting nearly $14,000 in cash and gift cards, as well as more than 1,200 toys and 16 bikes for the SOS Caring for Community at Christmas program. Here today to talk about this year's event are Paul Drummond, General Manager at the Tynamara Seaside Spa Resort and Conference Centre, and Susanna Newton, Executive Director for the SOS, the Society of Organized Services in District 69. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Paul, so tell us, how did the Tynamaris Toy Drive start? 2008 was one of our, our worst financial years uh, at the resort, you know, coming out of that recession. And uh, being a, a tourism-driven economy, our resort really has thrived on, on family business from the beginning. We realized that it was going to be a very, very tough year for many residents in the area to celebrate Christmas. And we just decided it was, it was important to, to try and, and do something that was different. With our owner's uh, support, we gave birth to the Toy Drive. It's now our 13th year. How have you seen it grow? You know, the first year we were surprised. About 650 people came in, and, and I can't remember exactly what we, what we generated in, in terms of toys and cash, but exponentially every year it's gotten even, even bigger. We don't count covers anymore. We just we lost track at over 1,700. Uh, but the most important thing really is the generosity and the donations of all of the people that come in to enjoy it. And basically, you know, all we ask for is a cash donation, a gift card, or a new unwrapped toy just gone up incredibly over the years and we're so lucky to be in such a, a giving community. How rewarding has it been for you personally? It's always amazing when you get a, a little brainchild and you see it grow over 13 years to what it's turned out to be. I'm really proud of my team. It wouldn't happen without uh, Tynamara, uh, without all, all of our volunteers from the staff and especially the ownership supporting this because it does cost us a fair amount of money. Uh, but the most important thing is doing something that the community can feel part of and give to a great organization such as the SOS. Last year you had to modify operations, as mentioned, due to the pandemic. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, and we have to duplicate it again this year. We don't know what the public health orders are. It was a very successful year last year, and basically I'll talk about what we're going to do this year because it is uh, the same as what we did last year. But starting uh, Monday, November the 1st, and running through Tuesday, uh, November the 23rd, Monday to Friday, come in and enjoy a traditional breakfast, and uh, it's complimentary if you uh, bring in a cash donation or uh, a new or unused toy or a gift card. If you purchase a traditional breakfast, uh, Tynamara will donate $10 from each sale of, of a traditional breakfast back to the cause. And last year it generated an additional $2,700 from us, so we're very proud of that. I think the, the big thing this year, uh, and unfortunately last year got cancelled last minute, is we're going to uh, finish off the toy drive on Wednesday the 24th with a large tent. Uh, thank you, Dave from Black and White. And that'll be in our front parking lot. 
and uh, anybody who uh, doesn't feel like they can come in for breakfast or not comfortable and obviously being the restaurant uh, we needed to see the double vaccination uh, passports but if you haven't and you still want to give come by on Wednesday the 24th of November and uh, drop off again a, a cash or, or a gift card or toy and we'll also take uh, food for the Salvation Army uh, at, at any point during the breakfast so uh, we've got about three and a half weeks and uh, we hope to see the community come out in spades and it's going to be an absolutely wonderful uh, event again this year. You're getting fairly famous for the breakfasts. Can you detail that a little bit? <laughs> we keep it simple, but it is good. Two eggs, your choice of how you like them, a hash browns, choice of bacon or sausage, and toast. And uh, we'll throw in a coffee or tea if you like that as well. So uh, it helps our crew because it was busy last year, and I would expect to be very busy again this year. It fills your tummy and, and uh, hopefully puts a smile on the face at Christmas. Detail a little bit more about how the drive through event works. Starting, I believe, at 7 o'clock in the morning through 11.30. And basically, you'll see a large tent in the front parking lot uh, where, where Cedars uh, parking is generally. There'll be people to direct you, but just drive through and you don't have to get out of your car. Let us know what you have as a donation and we'll add that to the, the goodie pile. And uh, we'll give you a muffin and a coffee to go and wish you a Merry Christmas. Are there specific toys that you're looking for? You know, always the tweens is the toughest. And, and we hear this all the time. And I think we've said this the last 13 years. You know, we always think of Christmas as the nice cuddly teddy bear and, and the little one, and they're very important, uh, but the tweens often get forgotten. So people kind of look a little bit extra and, and bring something in that a team might appreciate. It goes a long way because they do get forgotten quite often. And your own team took on an initiative regarding bikes. Can you tell us about that? You know, I'm so proud of my team. And even last year uh, during the pandemic, when a number of them were laid off, we have a program we call it Bikes for Tykes. When a new team member starts with us, we ask them if they'd like to have a, a small deduction from their paycheck. And it's amazing over the course of 26 paychecks, somebody donating a, a dollar or $5. We've generated over $4,000 towards this year's bikes. And we're working with Canadian Tire to get the best deal we possibly can. And last year was 16 bikes. And I think this year, hopefully we can get a few more. And what's the reaction from your own team members when they know that they're doing something like this? You know, their hearts are just filled. And to be honest, uh, last year was a little disappointing and this year will be as well because historically we've done this all in one day and getting 16 or 1700 people through uh, the Cedars restaurant and through our bank of facilities we encourage so many of our team members to volunteer and many of them actually take days off to volunteer for the event because they want to feel like uh, they're part of something a little bit different now because we don't have that big event so it's predominantly run with our Cedars team and appreciate them for what they do and hopefully next year we can get back to the big event because uh, we'll end up with 30 or 40 volunteers from our, our staff that it just makes them feel so warm. It's the start of Christmas. Why is it so important for you and your team to continue with the toy drive? You know, there's always a need. We're fortunate. We're employed and we're doing well. And again, there's just so many in our community that are in need. And the more we can support, uh, the better we feel and, and uh, the better the community is. And I think, you know, to me, from a community perspective, and I'm hopefully I'm not talking out of turn, the community feels like they're part of something. And you can donate to any charity or, or anything else. This is an event where you actually come and attend, come with your friends, and, and be part of something. And if you come in, you know, as our toy pile grows, you, you see the benefit of maybe your small donation in the big picture, and it's just a huge feeling of, of joy you get out of it. From hidden local hotspots to outrageous wildlife rescues and trend-setting hotels, westcoasttraveler.com shares the latest travel news from your local community and beyond. 
Travel the spectacular west coast of the U.S. and Canada without leaving your armchair and start taking notes for your next adventure. Make your next vacation or staycation the best it can be. Visit westcoasttraveler.com. Where can people go to find more information? Uh, we'll have posters in various places, but I, I tell you, PQB News has been absolutely wonderful. We'll have ads in the paper. I believe uh, the beach and the lounge will also be talking a little bit about it. But our main thing is uh, word of mouth. It's, it's huge. Uh, we will have information on our website. That's tinamero.com, all the little dashes. Talk to your friends. Make a reservation for breakfast because it does get busy. And we just love to see people out. Start early. <laughs> one little side note. What was the best toy you ever got as a child? I think one year, uh, which is very memorable, is uh, my parents and all the relatives gave us Hot Wheels. And we had so much Hot Wheels from everybody, and uh, we had tracks running all over the house, and that probably is the most memorable. Well, the interesting thing is Hot Wheels are still just as popular with kids. Or Barbies, you know, isn't that incredible? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah, but remember the tweens. Paul, thanks so much for joining us today. Yeah, thanks for having us. It's great, and we hope to see everybody out. Susanna, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you, Philip. Lovely to be here. Can you tell us a little bit about how significant the Tiny Mara Toy Drive is to the SOS Christmas program? That toy drive is very significant to our program. Each year it kicks off our toy drive and the results of that community coming together and supporting the event is huge, as I said. We often hear from the parents that without the SOS Christmas program, there really would be very little, if anything at all, under their Christmas trees. So that has significance to us as an organization, as well as the clients that we serve. So... And Paul mentioned earlier the bikes, another great way to contribute to the program. We try to make sure that they go to the larger families, and often there's several children that can benefit from that one bike. So, again, just a great contributor to the program. I'll ask again, are there specific toys that you find that the parents often, do they ask for them or that you really like to see? Tweens and teens are always more challenging. As the name says, we operate a toy shop, but at tweens and teens, it's often less about the toys and more about cool stuff that they would like. So certainly that has changed over the years, what they would like to see. Uh, most kids these days have something that links with Bluetooth, headphones, speakers, battery charging pack for cell phones, and then just the uh, good old-fashioned personal hygiene items and kits with pajamas, something that's maybe a bit more traditional. So certainly those are items that we tend to run short on. And for some reason, not sure where this one comes from, but gifts for infant boys. I guess infant girls are taken care of, but we're running short on basic blankets for babies, play mats, little rattles, that kind of toy things. What happens with the financial donations? Those financial donations are very important to our program. We purchase the grocery store gift cards with those, and that's obviously what supports low-income families, individuals, and seniors. So we give them the grocery store gift cards as part of the program. It enables them to buy something meaningful for them, whatever is part of their Christmas tradition might make a difference of being able to attend somebody else's Christmas dinner so that they can bring something with them to contribute to that dinner. So it's very meaningful and it enables families to really buy what has some importance to them. We heard from a mother, a single parent, 
who just relate how much it meant to her being able to buy the turkey, the vegetables, the pie for dessert, putting the turkey in the oven and waiting for that Christmas meal with her daughter. Just very meaningful. Your organization does so much for the community throughout the year, but is it extra special at Christmas time? Every year. I've been at the SOS for many years, and certainly it's a very large program that involves all our staff, but the reward is equally huge. Just being part of so many local residents' Christmas, those who donate to the program, and feeling their enthusiasm and excitement for being able to contribute, and then the families that we help and who recognize that the whole community is behind them, supporting them through maybe some tough times and just making sure that everybody's taken care of. The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. WestCoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S., experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestCoastTraveler.com. How will the COVID-19 pandemic affect how you run your own program this year again? It certainly is still in place and we are following the same procedures as we did last year. So we're having to ask all our clients to pre-register for the program. They obviously can't just drop in for that registration. And then we give them an appointment time when they come back and they get their grocery store gift cards as well as get to go through our toy shop if they have children. For the toy shop part, normally it would literally look like a toy shop. It's a big undertaking. We're doing the same thing as last year. We're packaging all the gifts into age-appropriate baskets so that everybody who comes through the toy shop isn't touching all the items. It just keeps everybody safe. Parents actually really appreciated that last year. It, it was easier on them not to have to choose as many items. It was all packaged ready for them. So generally in each package, there's a main gift, some stocking stuffers, uh, a family game, uh, possibly a book. So they get a bit of everything. How do people get more information about this, whether they're registering or donating to your organization or anything like that? Where should they go for that information? They can certainly phone us. Our number is 250-248-2093 or through our website. All the information is also there and that's sosd69.com. Is this something that you personally look forward to each year? Yes, despite the huge undertaking <laughs> that it is, but it is, it's a feel-good program and it's very concentrated into a short period of time. Like I said, it's very meaningful in the same token. Speaking of meaningful, what was your favorite gift for Christmas as a young child? I do myself come from a low-income family, so there wasn't a whole lot of Christmas gifts, but I do remember one year, I probably would have been maybe five or six, I received this red doll's buggy. That was my favorite toy for many years, actually. That one stuck to my mind. It is interesting how both of you became so animated when I asked you that question. It 
almost illustrates the magic of Christmas. You can see you reverting back and, and things like that. That's why this, this program is so important. Susanna, thanks so much for being here today. Thank you, Philip. That's this edition of PQ Beat, produced by the Parksville Qualicum Beach News. Thank you for joining us. If you have suggestions for topics or guests, we would like to hear from you. You'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. Brought to you by Berwick Community's newest location, underway in Parksville. Enjoy an unparalleled standard of living with all of the comforts of home and so much more. Register at berwickretirement.com slash parksville. CanadianEvergreen.com is your trusted news source for all things green, offering up-to-date news and stories from Canada's booming cannabis industry. Content you can trust from Black Press Media.